Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Be the bull. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. While you were sleeping, we started the show talking about Zach Wilson and Mike White and, of course, the decision the Jets have made to go with Mike White for now. Uh, and a, a lot of, especially when it first went down, oh, Zach Wilson, another failure, another bust of a Jets quarterback. No, that is not what's going on here. Zach Wilson, and I said this before, and I'll say it after because now you've heard the Jets say it to a certain extent, this is not the end, nowhere close to the end of Zach Wilson. However, over the next several weeks, this is going to be the Mike White show. Until he proves definitively that he is not the answer at quarterback right now, then the Jets are going to go back to Zach Wilson, whether he's ready or not. But Mike White is going to get an opportunity, I would think, at least the next few weeks and maybe beyond that. And Zach Wilson on his own has to get the experience and learning and get the maturity and you know, be humili- uh, be uh, humbled here after being humiliated and, and kind of realize what he did wrong and then have to go out there and earn the respect of the locker room because that's the biggest issue. It's not that he's airmailing, although that's a, a problem, airmailing guys who are wide open or throwing the ball four feet short or you know, his lack of footwork and, and seemingly dedication to detail to be able to make all these throws. It's not that. It's his inability to lead on the field, or lead that locker room. Those guys don't have any respect for him because they look at him as a spoiled brat, which he is. They look at him as an arrogant baby, which he has been, and they don't want to play for him. And by the way, he hasn't been good. It's one thing if he was good in all those things. He's got to be humbled, and he's got to get better. So until that does happen, it is the Mike White Show, and now... We get to sit back and watch it as opposed to, can we see what this guy's got, bro? As opposed to everybody calling and begging for Mike White and get Zach out of here. Let's see Mike White. Well, now we're going to find out definitively. Not a two or three game stretch, not a one game wonder. We're going to find out here. It's been one game so far and he passed with flying colors. What's in store for the next few? And it's not just about whether the Jets win or lose. It's about how Mike White plays. And you're starting to see now momentum with, wow, this is legit. You can't fake the tape. Look at the tape and look at the footwork and look at the decision-making. All right. Well, we'll see. And if that's the case and Mike White is that good, 300 yards, three touchdowns a game, no interceptions good, or at least close to that, obviously he's not going to do that every game. But if you could do that consistently, then the Jets 
will have found their guy, and then they have a very difficult but interesting decision to make in the offseason. Signing Mike White, what do they do with Zach Wilson, all that. But that's a story for another day. For now, it's just about can Mike White take this team to the postseason and maybe win some playoff games while he's at it. With this defense being as good as they have been, you know, the Jets overall with a solid record in the mix, obviously, for a postseason spot in the AFC. Will Mike White be able to take this team and finish off what will be a terrific season if the Jets make the postseason? We mentioned the Giants a little bit, too. I mean, of course, I'd say that Daniel Jones is the third-best quarterback in the NFC East, and Giant fans go nuts. But anyway, uh, Giants coming off a bad performance uh, on Thanksgiving. This is two games in a row now where the Giants have struggled and have lost three of four, and all of a sudden, that hot start, starting not to look as good anymore, losing three of four. And you know now, it's a game where they have to win. There's a must-win, taking on Washington at home on Sunday, and two of the next three against Washington, and obviously all the next three in the division, where they're taking on Washington and then Philadelphia back-to-back weeks at home. And we talk about learning about what Mike White's going to be over the next few weeks. Well, we'll learn about what the Giants are this week. Must-win game for Brian Dable and his Giants. Otherwise, the season could get away from them in a hurry. We also mentioned the Rangers. Tough loss for them in uh, at the Garden against New Jersey, who's been red hot. Bottom line with the Rangers, they blow another uh, two-goal lead, although this one was early on. They are not as good as the Devils or the Islanders, as we were just looking at teams in this town. Rangers, who went to the Eastern Conference Finals a year ago, they're, not, they're, they're the third-best team. In this town. And the reason for that, Chesterkin has not been very good. Until he gets back to playing at that high level, the Rangers aren't going to have a chance. Talked a little Monday Night Football. Matty Ice and the Colts couldn't get it done. Pickett looked tremendous in that football game last night. Still was able to get a win, wrapping up Week 12 in the NFL, and I think that's about about it. We uh, did a little on the baseball, but didn't really get deep in it. We'll save that for tomorrow. 877-337-6666. And by the way, uh, anything that you might have missed live while you were sleeping, you can go back and check it out on the free Odyssey app. Eric is calling from Ron Conkham. Good morning, Eric. Hey, Sal. Good morning. Glad to have you back. Thank um, you. you know, and uh, you know, hope you enjoyed your, your weekend. I, I understand the whole thing with the... Uh, Decorations, believe me, I celebrate both, and even just putting the menorah up, which is simple. I, I you know, yeah, okay. You know, but, it's, it's um, nice to do. It looks great. <laughs> it feels nice. But the problem is, it's like it's a lot of work for right. for what three weeks, four weeks, yeah, max? and then the next day it's all gone. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> so, um, listen, real quick before I get to the Mike White thing, just a quick. Quick thing that happened to me yesterday, if I can for a minute. Uh, you'll be only one of a few that can appreciate this because of uh, the geography here. But uh, obviously, you know where Taco Bell is uh, sure. by us. You know, you know how crazy a corner it is. Okay, so uh, I, I unfortunately witnessed a dog get hit by a car last night. Uh, right well, over that's there. That's not good. And yeah, and uh, so I was able to make my way over and. Grab the dog, you know, luckily, and, and get it over to an animal hospital. Um, you, you saw know, the dog you, get hit live and and yeah. then went over to it and 
got yeah. out of your car and, you know, traffic, I'm assuming, was stopped? Um, the traffic didn't even really stop. Uh, you know, I made my way over. I was in the left lane, made my way over to the right lane. What kind of dog here? Uh, a puggle. Okay, and the, did the person okay. who hit it keep going, or did they stop, or what? Well, no, luckily, the, well, the, the, the person who actually hit it did stop along with someone else, but the, the person who hit it admitted they were on the phone, less and less oh, than right God. there. Okay, yeah, so um, so I, I grabbed the dog and made, made my way over to an animal hospital, a couple of them actually, before I got help. And um, needless to say, the owner tracked, uh, tracked us down, and got there and, uh, you know, reunited with the dog and everything. But uh, the, the main, st- you know, theme of the story here, though, is that there really weren't any ID tags on the on the dog. So, you know. How did the owner How did the owner figure it out? Uh, okay, so what, what had happened was that they knew the dog was loose. Oh, uh, okay. They had a leash on it. Yeah, the dog, got, the dog got away. They started calling around, I guess, to the animal hospitals. And, you know, it was a local one, so they... Uh, they actually called shortly after I got there. Uh, just coincident, but uh, uh, how's the health yeah, of just, the dog? Was the dog able to be saved? Uh, well, last I heard, it, it had a, which I knew right away, it had a broken arm. Oh. Uh, the front leg, yeah, the front leg was broken, um, and hopefully that's the extent of it. I will check on it later. But um, you know, everyone should just make sure there's ID tags and get the animal chipped. Yeah, uh, and also st- pay attention to driving and put down the damn phones, yeah. will you? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I was not happy when, when that person admitted You know, that. it's weird so. that you say this because I was thinking of this. Actually, this happened over the weekend. My wife and I were driving to drop off the baby as we were going to see the movie. Uh, we were going to go see Black Panther. And, you know, it was like what, the movie was 140. We're dropping the baby off around 110. And we see a dog, a stray dog it looked like, walking up the block. And my wife was like, oh, and I'm like, oh, look at that dog. Oh, look at the doggy. I'm like, just drove right past it because what am I going to do? We got to catch a movie at 140. And it made me think, what would I do Like, if that dog seriously needed help? Or what happened if somebody was like hit and they got into an accident and I drove past it and saw it, but uh, I got to catch the movie at 140. Like, is that something that you just, well, screw it. Uh, I'll buy tickets to another show or do you go see the movie? So this happened to you in real life. I mean, you didn't have to go see the movie, but you did go stop and rescue the dog, or at least try to help oh, without, the rescue. Yeah, no, nice job. without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it wasn't anything. I, 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 uh, I raced across like three lanes of traffic just to get to this thing. So, uh, yeah, you stop at Taco Bell at all, or what? A little double decker taco, uh, or gordita crunch. Uh, ironically enough, after the fact, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, what do you got for me but, today? Uh, all right. So, uh, look, Mike White. I mean, I, I as I as I've been saying the last couple of days. I mean, I, I. I like that he's there. He's a good backup. You know, he played you know very well the other day. Uh, I, I am not expecting him to be the savior. As I mean, I'm hearing people yesterday saying lock him up for five years. I mean, are they out of their mind? Can, can we give it a little time? Uh, you know, I understand that Zach Wilson may not be the answer either. You know, he needs to grow up in a, in a big way. But you know, based on on a couple of games, I mean, they, they have Mike White being you know the next right. coming of. You know the the greatest quarterback ever. I mean, can you know the main focus right now is to try to see if they can get into the playoffs. If they can, with, with this guy leading the helm, great. You know, but let, let's see what he's got first. I mean, this game coming up. I mean, you know, is not going to be easy. You know, Minnesota can score. We all know that. Uh, you know, the even bigger game after that uh, in Buffalo. Uh, 
you know, that, that's going to certainly be difficult. I mean, unless the game gets moved again to a you know, for another right. blizzard. Well, but, you're uh, right, though. There's no need to overreact right now or go all in on one. It, it is crazy. And honestly, it's, it's, it's like ridiculous. I'm, I'm tired of it already. The love affair with Mike White after one game, hating Zach Wilson when he hasn't had one full season yet in the NFL from start to finish. Daniel Jones, after watching him for four years, oh, it's still about the, like, come on now. The the way we pick and choose how we want to evaluate players, it's just it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's look, I, I get that, you know, if someone performs well, uh, the, the urge to be excited, I, I get it. Believe me, I mean, I've been a Jet fan for 45 years, but... You know, any sense of positivity is a good thing. But I mean, even even when Mark Sanchez was leading the team to two, you know, AFC Championship games, I wasn't wasn't sitting there, you know, lauding him as the best quarterback ever. Right. I was enjoying what the team was doing. You know, I mean, which he was a part of. I mean, let's let's hope we have something like that. I want to be able to experience that again because it's been far too long already. So. And you don't know, and Eric, thank you for the call, and thank you for your uh, saving of that uh, of that puppy of that dog there. Where we appreciate your effort. I can't say I would have done the same, although you don't know. You're in that spot and you see a poor dog get hit like that. I can understand why you went there and uh, and tried to take care of it. But the overreacting for really anybody, but in this case, Mike White. Now, look, Jeff fans loved Mike White before the year. Oh, let's see what Mike White could do. Why can't Mike White get the start? Why? Remember, it was Joe Flacco that got the start. And everybody else was like, eh. Outside of the Jets, eh, nobody wants to see Joe Flacco. He's boring. Let's see what Mike White can do. And maybe if the Jets did that, you know, we would have gotten to see what Mike was what uh, Mike White was all about earlier on. Instead, they go with Joe Flacco, and now here we are. Flacco, Wilson, Mike White. The Jets have broken down a successful season, at least so far into three different quarterbacks starting, which is crazy. And, you know, White looked great, sure, but I don't understand why we just came in like, all right, yeah, that's one game. Let's see. That's what this is for. This is for the evaluation period. Right now, Mike White is given the opportunity. That's what Salah told you. I mean, oh, oh, he's not going to commit to Mike White. Why would he commit to Mike White after one game? That's idiotic. Those are the headlines now because after the question, oh, are you ready to commit to Mike White as your – no. Like, have you been paying – if I were solid, I'd feel like saying, hey, no. Have you been paying attention to anything that I've been saying? What don't you get? What do you think, I'm going to overreact to one game and name the guy our starter? Zach Wilson is our guy. When he's ready to roll, we're going to roll with Zach. Now, when that is exactly, who the hell knows? But for right now – there's no way they could take Mike White out because of the way that he played. I'm not going to take a quarterback out off of that or anytime soon off of that. I mean, like I said, I think he's getting I think he's getting at least the next three. It's definitely at least the next two. You, you, they're not going to bring Zach Wilson back in Buffalo. But let's just see. Let's just watch. Let's wait and see how he does. We'll all find out soon enough together. By, you know, watching the Jets and watching Mike White. And it's going to be a fun story. Is it going to be sustainable? Is it going to be consistent? You know, as far as his performance goes. 
He's got to put it, put that type of effort together consistently for us to believe that Mike White is legit. Although I know many of you want to already believe that Mike White is legit. I need to see a little bit more, and I think we're going to see that. That's what's great. We don't have to wonder anymore. We're going to find out over the next few weeks if Mike White can be the guy. And then, after that, we'll have the conversation about, well, what are they going to do now moving forward? But that's a long ways from now. Hector's calling from Washington Heights. What's up, Hector? What is up, Sally boy? Good morning, Hector. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, Listening to you lose your mind here. Mm. I'm starting to think you're related to Zach Wilson. I, I don't get the, the whole thing when you were Zach Wilson and who's the quarterback, who's not the quarterback. Like, who cares? But I'll say this. I'm listening to you. Oh, wait, what do you mean by that? I'm, I'm confused do, by right? that. What's that? Well, I'm confused by what you mean. What, what, what do you mean? A, what do you mean who well, cares? I don't understand your whole fight about Zach Wilson, the guy, is, and his Mike Who the hell cares? They just want to win games. So whoever said who comes out to be the guy... Let it be. You know what I'm saying? I understand the whole draft situation mm-hmm. and, and you invest in Zach Wilson. But right no, now, that has nothing to do with it. Well, right now, it's about Mike White. But it's it's not. They didn't bench uh, Zach Wilson. Right w- now, it's about the Jets. Yeah, but they, they the didn't. It should always be team first. They did so not the bench. The team is good. The team need a better quarterback play. They went to another quarterback. No, that's not what happened. That that's, but that's not what happened. They did not bench Zach Wilson because they need a better quarterback play. They benched Zach Wilson because he wasn't getting it. Not only was he not playing well, he lost the entire locker room. By the way, if you look at it, he played poorly for two games. That does not warrant or that does not warrant being benched as badly as it was. So it was more of what he said, his attitude, the, the locker room being lost. Yeah. And and now they're gonna find out what Mike White could do over these next couple of weeks here. But obviously Zach Wilson's gonna try to get himself right. And and listen, if he does, he does. If he doesn't, he doesn't. I just I just think it's you know too much craziness going on. When at the end of the day, what should matter is, is that the team wins. But that I like, like you said, the people are Mike White, Mike White, Mike White is the greatest thing mm-hmm. ever now, right now. But that's just fandom. That's just how we are, especially in New York. I mean, you forget MVP for Julius Randle, and then the next season we want him out. But now people hate Randle. Yeah. Now Brunson is the the, the new uh, cup of tea that everybody loves. Now Brunson's the man. Oh my gosh, Brunson! The Knicks can't be without Brunson until that's gonna run out soon. You know, whenever that runs out, and then people will hate Brunson. You know, that's just that's what we do, man. That's why I, I try personally not to. Uh, you know, you 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 get to liking players or whatever the case may be, but I try to keep it to the name on the front of the jersey, man. That that's what I mostly root for, and I, I want the teams that I root for to sure. do well. But now let me, let, let me do get on the player, though. <laughs> let me ask you this, Heather. Uh, I've been thinking. With this whole free agency stuff, right? And then the judge, go on, blah, 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 blah. And judge went to San Francisco, and this guy's going here. And I wonder, why the team that is, might lose the guy, why don't they want and dine their own guy? I understand judge has been in New York, and you would think he knows everything there is about the Yankees and blah, blah, blah. And the same for the Grom and the Mets. But why not give him the the free agency tour that you give Garrett Cole and have Judge feel a little bit of that and have him feel that love? And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what they want. They want to well, feel loved by these teams and they want to be whining, dying. Well, how do you know that they have like, it? Yeah, you could go for all of that crap over there, but... How do you, you, know, how do you know, know that they, they have it? 
Sorry, go ahead. How do you know that they haven't? Well, I don't know. I'm just asking, like, because you don't hear that stuff. You hear about these guys wanting to go out there and, and you know. Well, it's, it's different because they know, to your point, they know the organization. It's not like they're going to learn I any that, new but things. It's a reminder, like, a, like a reminder, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, you could take them out to dinner. They and, know the organization. They don't, they don't feel that. So just a reminder, like, yo, we, we know we go out there and we show this love to other guys, but don't forget, we love you too. Yeah. And, you know, you're a big part of what we do and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think, I don't think that's a big deal. I don't think that's a big deal. Are you having a problem hearing me today, Hector? I don't understand. We, we keep talking at the same time. Can you hear me when I talk? Uh, maybe I did cut out there a little bit. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Well, they, they're, you know, because just because I'm talking and you just keep going as if I'm not talking and it's annoying me. But anyway, we can't keep talking at the same I time. Apologize. I don't no, no, want to annoy not... you anymore than you've been all night. So yeah, I'm no. sorry. I'm, I'm bad. I've been fine tonight. You've heard me get annoyed plenty. Tonight is the least of which I've gotten annoyed. What? Maybe two times I've raised my voice. We're gonna say. Right now, for me saying that. Relax, no, man. no, I'm, I'm fine. You're from a five-day break. Take yeah. it easy. Yeah. <laughs> There is no break long enough to prepare you to get back to doing five hours of overnight radio, uh, dealing with <laughs> callers and just lo- my voice is shot already. I'm just coming back from being out with no voice, and already I feel like it's shot. Anyway, oh, you're getting weak on us, Sal. You're getting weak on us. What's going on here, man? I don't think that that is something that's going to be impactful one way or another, whether the Yankees wind and dined Aaron Judge or whether the Mets do it with DeGrom. It is different when it's somewhere else. You already know what it is here, but when you're going somewhere else, then you know I think that that has appeal. I, now, Syndergaard, remember last year, Hector, Syndergaard apparently was turned off that the Mets didn't show him more you love. You see? Right. But you can't assume that these guys know. There you go. So, it, right. and, you know, that's just Syndergaard. But it kind of, I guess it does matter for some guys. Maybe. But you never know. Why take it for granted? That's what I'm saying. Even though I still think the grammar's coming back. And I, I, I think George will go back to the Yankees, too. I really do. I don't, you know. I don't have any sources. Right. I like don't. That. I don't think DeGrom is coming back, and I know the reports are leaning now towards saying, well, the longer it goes and the Rangers may be out of it, it seems like the Mets are the only team. That's where it's so dangerous. Anytime that happens, I'm skeptical. I guarantee you there is some mystery team, and I really don't. Why wouldn't DeGrom just sign back? The Mets want to do this like now. The Mets wanted to get it locked up last week. So why hasn't it gotten done? Because DeGrom is waiting on a better offer. I'm just, I, me personally, I still feel like he wants to leave. Yeah. But so, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just going based off what, of what do you, Okay, okay, okay. You're saying he's waiting on a better offer. Now, we've heard before, right, that he wanted to leave because he wasn't comfortable in New York. So, mm-hmm. that to me is not about money. That's about your comfort level, right? Well, not and comfort. Not comfort. He just doesn't like it here or doesn't love it here. But yes, you. Well, that's comfort level. If you don't love it here, then okay. You're not but here. but you're right. The difference is he's not going to go somewhere else for significantly less. At the end of the day, money talks, right? So he wants the most money. But if he could go somewhere else and get the same money, then I think he's going somewhere else. I okay, think. Let me ask you this: yeah. You think you you think he's going to? I mean, I mean. We want to believe that no one's going to give him more money than the Mets, right? Because of the whole Cohen factor. Right. But you think he's just going to go somewhere that gives him maybe equal money just because he really doesn't want to be in New York and maybe it's not the ideal place? 
Like it's not Atlanta where where people and I don't know I don't know this where people say that that's where he wants to be. Obviously, he's not going to go to Tampa or the Marlins where he you know he's from Florida or whatever. Right. I don't know what other oh, places they, people that. Pe- yeah, people so say is he, he could be go for the money. I I don't know what he's going to do. I'm just telling you that. The, the stuff that we've heard now today or yesterday, and thank you for the call as always, Hector. The stuff that we heard yesterday is that, oh, the Rangers seem unlikely to, to go to, or, or the Rangers don't feel like they're as in uh, on DeGrom as maybe they thought. They're more on Rodon uh, or Kodai Senga or whatever. They don't feel comfortable about their chance. Okay, well, that would take in many people's minds the main competitor – for DeGrom, for, for the Mets, out. So then everybody's doing the math saying, well, if the Rangers are out, oh, DeGrom's going to go back to the Mets. Probably a three-year deal. It's most likely the Mets are going to, I think there was an MLB report. I'm not sure exactly. It might have been, uh, I don't know. Who knows what these, what Twitter or who did credit or whatever. But I believe there were some tweets or some reports that were saying now that it feels like DeGrom is going to end up back with the Mets. I am not buying that. I don't believe that. I believe, now, he could, and I'm not going based off of any sources or anything like that. Going based off of common sense and knowing what I heard, that maybe he wants to play closer to home. Maybe he wants to go live on a ranch somewhere as opposed to be in the city. Maybe he doesn't love it here. And the fact that it's taking this long. If the Rangers are truly out of it and the Mets are the top team, and the only viable option, because they're going to be the ones who are willing to go to three years or whatever it may be that he wants, then why hasn't he signed yet? And you know that there's always some kind of mystery team that's involved. I would not be surprised if there were a mystery team that is going to offer DeGrom, if not more, the same as he would get from the Mets, and he's considering going there. That's just what I'm guessing here. I don't get to feel like everybody else that, oh, well, the Rangers are out. That means he's coming back. That's an easy trap to get sucked into, and I think a lot of people are getting sucked into that, and I think that will be a mistake. Now, I want him back, especially for three years. The key with DeGrom is he thought he was going to get a lot more on the open market. I bet you he was looking to get a four- or five-year deal where it's only going to be probably a three-year deal. Maybe he's waiting to squeeze a fourth year. But he may not have as many options as he thought he was going to have. But all it takes is one more, and he could leave. But the Mets want him. They want him back. They're ready to make a substantial offer if they haven't already. They're waiting on him. So what's the holdup? Is he waiting for them to come out and say they're going to move on so he doesn't look like the bad guy? Because right now, it's on him. They're waiting on Jacob DeGrom. So what exactly is the issue? I'd still say right now, I think he leaves. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Kind of back on the fam warm up show with Alan and Jerry coming up at five o'clock. Your calls until then. 877 337 6666 is the number to call. Looking forward to another big week in the NFL. Week 13 is we just wrapped up week 12. And of course, for the Jets and Giants, it's huge here, which is awesome. Jets and Mike White taking on the Vikings in Minnesota. Should be a great game. Giants and Washington here at MetLife. But the problem is, and I guess there's a good part of it, when they're both done at 4 o'clock, all right, yeah, you get uh, both the games done and you don't have to worry about the New York teams. But, uh, man, I hate, especially when they're important games, I hate having these two teams playing at the same time. It sucks. These are both big games here for the Jets and Giants. You know, Giants are on the verge of having their season go off the rails, losing three of four they lose this one, they're in trouble. I mean, they were talking about you know, might not be making the postseason if they lose this one. And for the Jets, obviously, with Mike White, as long as he's there, it's going to be a big story seeing what he could do and obviously the team as well fighting for a playoff spot. Now, of course, if I had a pick, which quarterback I'd rather watch, Mike White or Daniel Jones... Fleegs is that. Fleegs said that in my headset. You know what I mean? Saying I want, I'd rather watch Mike White than I Daniel said, Jones. if you say you would rather watch Mike White than Daniel Jones, you'll get calls until this time tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean, there is truth to that. Not that I think Mike White is better, but I am more intrigued. See, He's a like, bigger story right now. Well, of course. The, just in the league sense, too. And, by the way, we've watched Daniel Jones for four years. I think I know what he is by now. I've watched Mike White for, what, four games? I mean, that, that's the intrigue there. It's the unknown. And you're right. It is, that is the story. I love how people, and Hector wasn't the first one. It was Hector and somebody else like, oh, who cares about the quarterbacks? What do you mean who cares about the That is like the only thing. That's the story. Mike White, Zach Wilson. Right now it's the Mike White Show. Gerard is calling from Hopog. What's up, Gerard? Hey, what's up, Sal? Uh, this is, uh, I just, we went to the game on Sunday. I took my three daughters. It was an incredible day. Although we were a little soaking wet in the rain, the victory always makes it uh, a little bit more palatable. But mm. it was great to see Mike play like that. But I, I just hate that in this day and age of, of social media, I mean, guys like Samini, they, they, they just want to bury this kid, uh, Zach Wilson, and, you know, I just say let this thing play out. Let's enjoy this as Jet fans. 
I mean, we won more games this year than we won in the last two years, mm. which uh, there hasn't been a lot of victory Sundays. And, and I, you know, listen, the kid played great Sunday, Mike White, but let's see how it plays out. I think Zach's going to get another shot. I think Zach buried himself with his more for his comments than right. how he played. The play wasn't great, but he buried himself after the game, and I think that Salah has done a great job in the sense that he sat Elijah Moore for the discipline to show the team, and then he also buried Mims for a while for attitude or whatever it was. And I think he had to put the same same type of discipline on Zach, and I think it's all about what he did after the game. I mean, the guy's 5-2 and two with his only two losses against the Patriots. I think his time is going to come, and he's going to get another shot. How that bears out, I don't know. I'm just happy to see this team win. Agreed. So much uh, agree, Greg, uh, Gerard. I think you said a lot of good things there. Where first and foremost, you know, let's not make it like Zach Wilson the worst quarterback ever, as people are going to paint with the stats. And I know they're not pretty, but you're right. They were winning, except New England. Those two games, he looked awful. In, and there's no excuse for that. But more so, it was about what he said afterward. That was the problem. That, to me, is why he ultimately got benched. And how it's going to work out, who knows, but he will get another opportunity. When that's going to come, who knows, but he will get another opportunity. In the meantime, that's not anybody's concern. The concern should be about what the Jets are doing. And that is winning and competing for a playoff spot. And, I mean, technically the division's still in play. Anything should be possible right now for the Jets. Finish out 5-1 and one here. I mean, it's not going to be easy, but it's not impossible with their defense. Minnesota can be beat. Go get Minnesota. They can beat Detroit and Jacksonville at home. They, they should beat Detroit and Jacksonville at home. Seattle, all of a sudden, they've lost two straight. Now, who knows what will happen by week 17, but that's not an impossible game, and then Miami's going to be the true test. I mean, they're two toughest games, clearly, at Buffalo and at Miami. That's why the game against New England, the first one, such a killer. I mean, really, either of the New England games. All they had to do was win one of those games, and it would have been in a real nice spot right now. But you're losing two division games. Then, you you know, obviously you're losing the tiebreaker to New England. Now they kind of have to make up for that by beating Buffalo again or by beating Miami again. Anyway, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here. Popcorn Rob is calling from Babylon. What's up, Popcorn? Hey, Sal. What's going on, man? Thanks for taking my call. How are you, Popcorn? Um, I'm chilling, man. What's going on with you, Sal? Nah, you know. Nice. How, how was your Thanksgiving, man? Good. You? Pretty good. Yeah. You know me, man. I was out yeah. and about. Yeah. Hey, Sal. I'm gonna say something dumb out. Before I wanted um make a comment on um you know these contracts and stuff like that. Uh, uh particularly like the ones that are, are unsigned. A lot of these guys, Sal, are not actually um Yankee fans. You know what I'm saying? Like coming up. You know, they might have, you know, because a lot of these guys that play, you know, exceptional baseball who are among the elite, you know what I'm saying? They had their share of being fans. And and I don't think that everybody, every guy that, that you know, plays for the, you know, for the organization are fans. And, and 
and you know, and I'm not saying that they they sell them out, but they they're only they're there for the strippers, man. You know, and and, the, and, that, and that's the reality of it. And the strippers are the strips. The the, the hundred dollar bills they got the strip going through them. They're there for the strippers. And so when I say <laughs> I'm that, not sure what the hell you're talking about, uh, but strippers, I believe I believe you're saying that uh, the players want money and they don't care about the teams that, that they grow up rooting that's for. It, Sal. They're yeah. not they're not fans yeah. of 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 the organization. No, that of they, course they, not. They don't care about right, that. Right. And so and so sometimes, man. Listen, you know this is the this is the, we man we we the city man. We the biggest and we're the most, you know, uh, um, we're the most uh, famous, uh, resilient city that is in the, the the world, bro. And so, and so, like, you know, it's hard. It's hard to, to you know to perform in front of people who are going to give you the business when you do not, you know, perform to their exceptions. And that's the bottom line, you know. And I get it. I, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm a New Yorker. You know what I'm saying, and, and so I, I and actually, that, I, I actually don't know what you're saying, though. Okay, well, I'm, I'm saying, Sal, is that I don't. It, it doesn't surprise me and take um, DeBron or, or or Judge because remember I, I mentioned it from the beginning. I said, listen, he ain't even worth no three hundred million dollars to begin with for no ten years. He's gonna break down, and we all. Oh, he's know, getting he's that. He's not getting. I, he's not getting ten years. He's gonna get maybe seven or eight years, but he's getting I, over three hundred million. I, I can't even see it that long. I, I can't even see it. And then, like I said, I, I think he had some of these pictures was being friendly because they was tired of hearing about you know the, the old the play, you know the players that were back in those days. Now nah, we got to set a new, we got to set a new, uh, 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 a new bar, so to speak. Because because you you can't you can't rule out stuff like that, man. A lot of these guys was were in the same. So your um, point, Amelita, uh, let's just see. So that, so just so I follow you, popcorn. I want to make sure we're on the same page here. Your point right. is that you would not be surprised if Judge or Degrom left to go somewhere else. No, and right. I said that I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even sign Judge. And I'm also saying that okay, he got the home run uh, title for the American League, or whatever they got these thing all messed mm-hmm. up. They're saying that these guys, but but I'm saying that you know, hey, he had some buddies that was was you know that all right. Were they they were trying thing. to get him right. They were grooving him pitches to have him hit the 60 you second home run. Just, yeah. just set a new bar. Right. Set a new bar because listen, and it also sets a new bar when it comes to salaries. You understand what I'm saying? So, right. and I'm not even going. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying you know he's, he is. He he has. You know he has a game. I'm not saying that. Like I, I'm not. I'm not that. You know intrigued over. You know. You know that what he puts on because it, to me, you know, with a with a manageable two hours and forty five minute game, the, the reality of it is, man, you you had that. You had five at bats and you went one for four. So. To me, and you, you walk to, and you, you know, say like, yeah, you, you, I'm not, and I appreciate the call, popcorn. I, I think we're a little all over the place right there, as par for the course, of course, as per usual with uh, popcorn Bob. But uh, I do appreciate you taking the time to call, and we appreciate you listening, of course. Got it. Judge Degrom wouldn't be shocked if they signed elsewhere because they're not fans growing up, understood, or whatever team they were fans of. It doesn't matter once you get to the big leagues. That is a fact. And the other part of your uh, call right there was to say that Judge was getting pitches uh, a groove to him so he could break the record and make more money. I mean, that's a conspiracy theorist right there. I'm not saying it's impossible. Uh, I I don't think that that was taking place. Matter of fact, you had a lot of guys who wouldn't even pitch the Judge toward the end of the year. I do think that, you know, the more money he makes, the better it is for everybody else. But I don't believe that they were grooving Aaron Judge pitches 
to have him hit number 62. One quick thing on that, you know, people think, and I know the Yankees think like this because they said it, the owner, the manager, the GM, or I should say the owner, the GM, the data applicator, they think like this, well, if we were healthy, we would have won. If we had Benintendi and LeMayu healthy, we would have been much better off. Yeah, okay, maybe you would have been much better. Uh, maybe you would have been better off. I don't think you would have beaten the Astros. I mean, maybe you would have won a game. Maybe you would have scored a few more runs, but you weren't beating the Astros. So the question becomes, how do the Yankees get better? And then, you know, meaning that, okay, if they bring Judge back, well, where are they getting better? And then you could counter with saying, well, let's say they bring Benintendi back, which, by the way, is no guarantee. It seems like the Astros are reportedly interested in him. But let's say the Yankees bring back Judge, bring back Benintendi, and they're going to tell you, well, we're going to get healthier. Okay, well, let's just say that they do get healthier. And LeMayu and Benintendi play the entire season. Don't you think Aaron Judge's performance will come down a little bit? Like, it can't just be, oh, yeah, everything that happened for the better last year is going to happen again this year. And the things that didn't go our way, injuries, they will change for the better as well. Usually there's, okay, well, if Benintendi is healthy and produces, well, then Judge comes down and hits, I don't know, 45 homers, which is almost 20 fewer than what he hit, which will impact the, the Yankees lineup significant or significantly. Something may go up, something else may go down. So again, I ask, how are the Yankees getting better? Assuming they re-sign Judge, which, by the way, is no guarantee. If they don't sign Judge, they're screwed. They have to sign Judge just to maybe get back to even. And then from there, how do they close the gap with the Astros? Oh, it's just health. No, it's not. It's a lot more than that. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Fan warm-up show with Alan Jerry coming up in just a few minutes. We'll be back again tomorrow, midnight again till five. I have some fun talking some sports with you. We'll finish up here on the phones, 877-337-6666. Story obviously still continues to be Mike White and the Jets. And, you know, who knows what's gonna happen when Zach Wilson, if Zach Wilson will get another opportunity. Yeah, right now it's the Mike White Show, and I can't wait to watch Sunday at 1 to see what he's got in store in Game 2 for you know him starting and taking over the reins from Zach Wilson. We hope at some point this week, if not next week, at the winter meetings where things are going to pick up as far as the you know baseball signings. But you know, there's still some rumors and rumblings with DeGrom and with Judge, but basically Mets and Yankees waiting on those two guys and have no idea which direction... They're going to go in. We get in more into that a little bit later on. Uh, and like we said, we also discussed the Rangers earlier today. A, a rough start uh, for them to their season again. Yeah, blowing another lead. Man, the Rangers blowing these leads. And clearly, they are the third best team in town. Dwight is calling from Asbury Park. Good morning, Dwight. Uh, yes, I'm talking about, um, of course, Mike White. Um, I'd like to see him get a shot at New England. 
to see if he can um deal with that um that famed um boogeyman defense that um mm. Belichick has created. How would you how do you think he would do? I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see it too. Unfortunately, we're gonna we're not gonna get a chance to see that at any point this year. I mean, unless these two teams somehow unlikely meet up in the postseason, that's not gonna happen. So I don't I don't know if and who knows what's gonna happen next year. You may not get to see it. You may not have to see it. Maybe Mike White doesn't perform well in the next couple of games, and it's not going to be about New England, but I'd like to see that challenge. Oh, and uh, the Colts, um, the game last night with the, against the Steelers, uh, I think they need to go searching for some more offensive line talent in the in the upcoming draft because um, your guy Ryan, he barely had time to breathe, much less um, find somebody to throw the ball to. Yeah, it's not Matt Ryan's fault. And the Colts can run block. And thank you for the call, Dwight. And you're right. He is my guy, Matty Ice. I will always love him. And there's a reason for it. You know, people are funny. Oh, Sal, you're so hard on this guy. You're so hard on that guy. Well, when I do love somebody, that means that there's a reason for it. And Matt Ryan has earned that with his play on the field and the way he handles himself off the field. You know, it's funny. And I always feel weird bringing up Matt Ryan as an example, but obviously he played Monday Night Football, and he's been a story this year for all the wrong reasons. Nothing of his own fault, but people are dragging the good name of Matt Ryan, who, in my opinion, is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He got one of the MVP, for goodness sake, and should have won a Super Bowl. It's not his fault that that idiot Dan Quinn blew a 28-3 Super Bowl lead late uh, the third quarter. Anyway, Matt Ryan would be the perfect guy to be a mentor to somebody like Zach Wilson. He's the perfect guy. I thought Atlanta made a big mistake when they traded Matt Ryan. Now, I know why they did it. They wanted to clear that salary cap uh, and just move on from the Matt Ryan era. I still think it was a mistake. The way that I would have handled it was to have Matt Ryan in place, draft a young quarterback, whoever it may be, Fields, or I mean, they went with Desmond Ritter, this year, who hasn't seen the field, which is fine. But I would have had him learn under Matt Ryan. Not just on the field, but more so how to be a leader. How to be a franchise quarterback off the field. That's something that Matt Ryan has excelled at since he was a rookie. Since day one. And he would be a perfect guy to get through to Zach Wilson. And try to teach him and hold him accountable, let him know why that's not okay. And Zach Wilson watching a professional like that should learn. And then you say, well, why not Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco actually won a Super Bowl. Different. Matt Ryan's a different leader. Matt Ryan's better than Joe Flacco. I don't care that he didn't win a Super Bowl. He's better. But he's also a better leader. A fiery, passionate, vocal leader. You could not, and I'm not trying to knock Joe Flacco, but Matt Ryan's a different level. You could not find a better mentor right now than Matt Ryan. Now, he still wants to play, obviously, and you know he's still the starting quarterback, at least for now, with the extremely disappointing Indianapolis Colts. But, I mean, look, to get back to your point about the Colts needing an offensive line, I think the Colts need a lot of help. For starters, it'd be nice if they had a real head coach. One who knows that you can actually call timeouts in football games. You don't get any bonus points for keeping them. It was a nice story with Saturday the first week. And I look, I'll give Saturday credit for one thing. 
He went back to Matty Ice. Was not Matt Ryan's fault. The Colts struggled. Their receivers have issues. The offensive line not being able to pass block. Obviously, Ryan made some bad decisions as well. I'm not saying he's absolved from the blame, but the Colts have many issues. And I think it really starts at the top with them, their owner. And another disappointing, they are frustrating to watch. Another disappointing performance from them on Monday Night Football, losing to Kenny Pickett, who looked really good, and the Steelers. Anyway, I think the Jets, I think any organization would benefit from having a guy like Matt Ryan transition to the next quarterback. Atlanta screwed up by not having Ryan around to be able to do that. All right, that does it for us. Good to be back. Fun for a show. We'll be back again tomorrow night or tonight, I guess, at midnight. Do it again, midnight to 5. And go over everything that's happening in the world of sports. I'm sure plenty of Mike White will get more into the Giants, maybe look more ahead of Week 13 and do plenty of the baseball stuff as well. Thanks to everybody who called. I appreciate it. Thanks to everybody who listened as well. Thanks to Fleegs, as always, for all his help. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. The warning warm-up show coming up with Alan Jerry. That's next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.